Except Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, February the 10th. Oh man, time is flying, fishing going on everywhere, and it's pretty good. And you know what? We have a weekend without rain. How cool is that? You guys can actually get out maybe... uh, Ah, let the rain gear dry out a little bit. It's been uh, it's it's been a good year for rain gear sales. <coughs> well, we've got uh, we've got so much uh, that has happened in the last month, and a whole bunch yet to happen. I mean, how about how about how about we just talk about a new three day record last week um, for BASS set a set a new three day record that uh, that bumped a twenty four year old record out. Yeah, no, I know. That 24-year-old record was a clear lake record. It was a it was a clear lake record. It was uh well, yeah, it was believe it or not, 24 years ago. The Byron Velvic weighed 83.5 on Clear Lake for 3 days. Uh and then just this uh just this past week, 90 pounds and 6 ounces Scott Martin 3-day total uh at Lake Okeechobee. His home lake, the lake he grew up on, the lake his dad made his uh his name on with Roland Martin's Marina and the whole, you know, I mean, he's the lake local. Uh, you couldn't, you couldn't script a story better than that. But you know, it sucks to see one of our Western California records go down. And we thought, who better to talk to this week than well, the guy that set the record? That's Scott Martin. He's a Florida guy. Nah, we're gonna go back and revisit that. Uh, we're gonna go back and revisit that eighty-three-five uh, at Clear Lake with Byron Velvic. Uh, talk a little bit about the corner, a little bit about swim baits, and uh, uh, just how that one tournament kind of changed the face, uh, a lot of ways actually, of uh, of bass fishing out here in the West. So, uh, uh, and I know you guys are thinking, yeah, you know, I might be pushing that a little bit. I'm not. Wait till you hear uh, some of the stuff Byron tells you about uh, about that particular weekend. It's uh, it's kind of cool, but uh, we're gonna be talking to him. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be going up to. Clear Lake. We're going to be talking to Mark Lassane, seeing what's going on up there. He's uh, he's there for the very first. Well, it's not even the very first tournament. They're they're kind of having a scrimmage game. You know, they're uh, they're they're actually you know shirts and skins today, having a little scrimmage game, and uh, and they're uh, they're up there getting ready for uh, the BAM tournament circuit. They've got all the equipment out. They've got the way trailers. They've got the release boats, uh, the PA systems, the scales, the bags, the tubs, the pumps. They got it all out. And, uh, and, you know, first event that they've actually ran with all that equipment. So Mark's going to be, uh, you know, kind of getting everything squared away, everything going in, uh, in that direction as well. So, uh, he's going to be checking in with us live this morning before they blast off kind of a gentleman's tournament. I like it. They're blasting off at eight o'clock. That's not such a bad, that's not such a bad program this time of year when it's super cold 
you're only going to lose about an hour fishing anyway, so it's not going to be too bad. But it uh, it should be kind of cool. But uh, a lot happening uh, up at Clear Lake as well because we've got, I mean, you talk about some back-to-back-to-back-to-back tournaments coming up. Um, how about March 2nd through the 3rd? Uh, March 2nd and 3rd, the uh, <clears throat> the new Gen Pro-Am is going to be up there. And then uh, we're going to go <laughs> March 6th through the 8th, middle of the week. <clears throat> Major League Fishing Toyota Series is going to be there. They're going to be ready for that one. Uh, that's going to be a good one. And then following up right behind that, uh, March the 9th, Saturday, the day after the Toyota Series, uh, New Gen's coming back. Two divisions are fishing um, a team tournament there. So it, it's going to be a busy, it's going to be a busy March 2nd through the 9th um, at Clear Lake, but uh, should be uh, some great fields, some great events. Obviously, um, a lot of anglers focusing on Major League Fishing this year. Uh, one of the one of the uh, only, well, if not the only, national circuit we have uh, out here in the West, and a uh, pretty cool opportunity to go on and fish in that uh, Toyota Series No Entry Fee Championship as well. So that one's going to be fun to keep an eye on and uh, and kind of see what's uh, what's happening there. And and uh, and you know, I think it's going to be a good field. I know we talked to Alan Gray last weekend, and they're getting some signups, and they've got room. For both pros and goes up there, so it's going to be uh, it was going to be kind of a fun one to uh, keep an eye on. If you're feeling left out, March seventh through the tenth, Sacramento Boat Show. You know, don't be left out. We'll get you a boat. We'll get you all hooked up. We'll get you, and you don't even have to wait. You don't have to wait that long. We can we can get you hooked up on one even earlier than that. But uh, yeah, it's a, a great opportunity. A lot of uh, a lot of cool uh, rebates and sales and lower interest rates and extended warranties on your outboard motors and. Uh, you know, discounts and all kinds of cool stuff going on in uh, the boating world right now. A lot of inventory out there. We do have boats, and uh, so the Sacramento Boat Show will be uh, kind of cool. We'll be there uh, all four days hanging out with uh, Mark Blanton and the crew. And for our listeners that might catch us on the podcast from Southern California, way Southern California, I guess, we'll be hanging out down uh, next week. Actually, we'll be hanging out at the San Diego Boat Show, uh, Bart Hall Show, San Diego. So we'll be there. Uh, at the Bart Hall Show in San Diego for um, a few days anyway, Thursday through Saturday, I guess we'll be down there. <clears throat> not, yeah, not, not staying all the way through Sunday, but uh, but it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun to uh, to get down to do that, man. Let's see what we got going on. Oh, Future Pro Tour, how cool is this? Uh, they have uh, uh, Mark Blanton and the crew, Gone Fisher Marine, sponsoring that and, and behind it this year. Uh, they've uh, kind of gone to a little different deal. They've gone to more of a traveler's type of circuit. One circuit, 75 boats, full field already. Uh, all 75 boats have signed up for all events. So uh, that part's kind of cool uh, because if you're a, uh, you know, fishing for contingency money, um, especially with uh, Ranger Nitro and Triton and uh, and the brands that Gone Fishing sells since they're sponsoring it uh, and, a, and a big supporter of it, Mark Blanton's even going to be out there fishing them this year. Um, it's going to be kind of cool. $8,000 up for grabs, additional money. So, uh, it's an easy club to join. Get out there and do that before that first tournament kicks off down at, uh, at new Maloney's. It should be, uh, should be fun to watch, um, that one as well. So, uh, little contingency money up for grabs. So that part should be, uh, should be kind of cool. <coughs> I had a phone call this week. <clears throat> the, uh, a couple of the clubs, a couple of the, uh, and, and I don't know if it was bass clubs, the kayak guys, what was going on, but they were under the impression that, uh, that Folsom Lake, um, they were they were asking for the special use permit, special event permit at Folsom to be um, applied for a year in advance. Kind of sent everybody in a tailspin the other night. 
had a great talk with a guy at Folsom yesterday, and it's not the case. You can apply up to a year in advance. They're not requesting it to be a year in advance. So uh, you can uh, you can apply up to a year in advance. No problem. Get you all squared away. Um, they're asking, you know, they said normally the people apply 45 to 60 days. They like it a little sooner than that. Um, if you get less than 45, there's going to be a late fee. If you get less than 30 days, if you apply less than 30 days from your event, uh, they are probably not going to take your application and you're not going to get your special use permit. So, uh, which is understandable. They've got to process uh, the whole thing as well and get it scheduled. So uh, tournament organizers, um, you know, we had a little bit of bad information hit the internet this week and, uh, and that's not, uh, not really the case. And, uh, and you know, it's, uh, it always snowballs a little bit and, uh, all you gotta do is just reach out sometimes and, and talk to folks and, uh, super, super cool guy out at Folsom had an opportunity to, to have a conversation with him and, uh, and he's all four bass tournaments coming out there. So, uh, so that part was, uh, uh, was good. It was a good call and, uh, and a good meeting. So that was, uh. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So anyway, we just I wanted to uh, I wanted to touch base a little bit on that one, and uh, we're also going to be going all the way to Florida today to hang out with my buddy Big Show Terry Scroggins. And uh, Terry had a tough, tough. He's had a tough run, and you know what? I, I think more of us can uh, more of us can relate. Um, he he had a he had a pretty rough run to kick off uh, Bass Pro Tour event this year at uh, Toledo Bend. Did not catch fish one of the competition days. Caught two fish the second competition days. And I think we can all relate to that, probably more so than we can relate to the guy with a $100,000 check over his head and a big old trophy. Um, you know, we've all been there. And, and how do you fish out of it? How do you adjust? And what do you do? And how do you stay in it? Uh, man, Terry's, Terry's had a rough run. Uh, Miss Redcrest last year by a point and a half. A point and a half, if you go through the course of the year, uh, and you fish, what was it, six events, seven events, and uh, a point and a half. That's 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 one that's one and a half spots. Um, it's uh, it's pretty tough. So uh, anyway, we're gonna be talking to Big Show. Always fun when we get to catch up with him, and and uh, he's so positive, and uh, and always uh, always a lot of fun when we get an opportunity to uh, to hang out with Big Show. So uh, you know, can't ever miss the opportunity to go back to Florida and and, uh, and just you know catch up with him. So that part. Uh, that part is always kind of cool. So what else we got? We got uh, uh, we got all kinds of cool stuff going on. We've got a uh, a new uh, a new balloting uh, up for the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and uh, and so we're uh, we're kind of keeping an eye on that. We've got a lot of friends that are uh, on the ballot for this year um, for the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and uh, and kind of keeping an eye on that. Uh, Fred Arbogast, who didn't throw a a hula popper or a jitterbug, right? I mean, who didn't grow up doing that? Uh, Don Iavino, you know, the, uh, the legendary worm shaker from Southern California, Mike McKinnis from BASS and, uh, it's Jerry's son, uh, and, and behind the cameras so much. Andy Morgan, uh, Takahiro Omari, our buddy Skeet Reese, uh, on that list as well. I think second time for Skeet to be on that list. Lynn Reeves, uh, Bill Taylor from Major League Fishing Clark Winlet, Mike Whitaker, the founder of Operation Bass, a Red Man Tournament Trail, uh, Alfred Williams and our, uh, our favorite TV host, Mark Zona. So uh, those are the 12 nominees for the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame Class of 2024. Uh, they'll be voting on it, and uh, and we'll be uh, kind of keeping an eye on it. So wish Keith the best, best of luck on that one. Uh, no reason now that he's getting old, um, old, old, that he shouldn't be <clears throat> in the Hall of Fame. So uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's kind of cool with that. Let's dive off into our first set of breaks. Uh, got a new message from Rich Caro coming from the Ketchum Caro Bait Company. 
and we're going to Clear Lake. We're going to be hanging out. Bam, Bass Angler Magazine Tournament Trail. Uh, my whole buddy Mark the same. Getting ready to be a tournament director. Maybe for the first time. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program the new live series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lawrence chirp with side scan and down scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation Lawrence products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing clearer views less clutter more targets incredible shallow and deep water performance Lawrence has it all check out the new H HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. You don't have a big bass boat and you want to fish a well-organized tournament on a low budget? You want to meet some good people that can become lifelong friends? You have a float tube, a belly boat, or a kick boat? Well, you need to check out the Sonoma County Belly Boat Bass Club. That's where Skeet and Jimmy Reese got started. They've been putting on a 10-event tour for over 40 years. They have a point system, run for Angler of the Year, free TOC at Clear Lake, and the Sonoma County Belly Boat Club Bass Boat Club God, that's a hard read, Rich. Uh, first event for 2024, the NorCal Tour, will be February 24th at Lake Sonoma. Uh, check out the club's website and Facebook for all the details uh, and get uh, get signed up. This is brought to you by Ketchum Carroll Bait Company, Dobbins Rods, and the Outdoor Pro Shop. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk hey guys it is time for doc talk and uh i think he's being a tournament director for the first time today 
Uh, he's probably been getting asked a lot of questions. What time's weigh-in? What time's blast-off? Where are we going to be launching? Where should I be? Where should we do this? You get a lot of questions yet, Mark? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like anything. If you would just read the instructions, you'd know. <laughs> you know guys don't read instructions. You know that. No, no, no. I know. People are calling me, hey, uh, where's the tournament at? Uh, Dude, you signed up for it. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I I made a mistake last week. When we were talking about where we needed to put boats at the one bass tournament, and I called Billy one too many times. Apparently, why he was trying to, yeah, he had a complete high speed come apart. So uh, you know, it's I I get it, man. I get it. Everybody, everybody. Well, I, hey, I've got Mark's number. I'll just call him. But a good scrimmage game uh, today for the Bass Angler Magazine BAM Tournament Trail crew. Saw the photos, man, the way trailer, the big release boat. Everything's wrapped. Everything's logoed. It all looks really, really good. Yep, thanks to Corey. Everything looks good, man. He he did a great job. We're, we're all set up. I have a great crew here, man. They're, they're doing an awesome job. I got more guys showing up today. So we're we're it's going to be good. Yeah. How many boats you got signed up for this little scrimmage at Clear Lake today? Uh, Thirty-four, which is which is plenty. <laughs> Trust me. Really, you know, all you for, needed for the first time. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to figure this out. Yeah. You imagine the first time you ever went to a bass tournament, or first time you ever competed in a bass tournament, right? Yeah. How many rods do I bring? Did I bring the right baits? Oh right. no! What is my what is my pro going to say? Where do I put the truck? All you know, and <laughs> yeah. I, I'm that way. But with all this tournament, different tournament stuff, it's just. It's crazy, but but it's fun, you know. I'm super excited and uh, and ready ready just to do this, and I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be cool, and you're uh, you're building up and trying to make sure that everything's uh, in place and and ready to go to put the best show on that you guys can do, and that's coming up uh, the first kickoff pro am event coming up february 23rd through the 25th at Bridge Bay Resort Lake Shasta. So uh, right, Shasta just gets better. Yep. Get signed up, bamtrail.com. Uh, sign up. I think uh, late fees start on Wednesday, so sign up right away. Yeah, and get in. And you know what? The cool part is, you go, you know, this ain't going to Havasu in Lake in, in February where you might catch two. This is Lake Shasta, man. You're going to catch some. Uh, you're going to catch twenty or forty or yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, and it's going to be a great event to get up and go fishing. You might need rain gear because it is Lake Shasta. Uh, but just the, you know, the one positive thing about when it starts storming and raining at Lake Shasta is, you know, the fishing's going to be about 40% better than it was when it was clear. So, uh, those, For sure. yeah, For those sure. spotted bass just love that rain up there and they love when that weather gets nasty and they start biting and, and, uh, that part's going to be cool. Well, buddy, we wish you the best of luck up there today and uh and obviously getting signed up guys for that uh that first kickoff pro-am february 23rd through the 25th the bam tournament trail and he's also got the bam pro tour coming up kayak series so much going on if you're not a subscriber to bass angler magazine you need to be uh because this next guy coming up i you know i he's he's been on in bass angler magazine a few times our buddy terry scroggins is on hold with us mark so we're going to be going to terry as well so um all the way to florida but yeah make sure that you guys are uh, uh make sure that you guys are out there uh, and subscribing and getting signed up pros and co's for uh for this event it's going to be a lot of fun um you don't even know what you don't know today buddy so that it should be a should be i, a I don't yeah yeah billy from one bass said you don't even know i said <laughs> i know uh, we'll see what happens hey i real quick i just you know what we've been rocking on our media and the BAM media reach is reaching, this last month, we reached 7 
million people in the last 28 days. If How you're cool a bass angler, you want to get noticed, you got to come out and fish the BAM trail. We, we're media is rocking, man. That's what we do. We're media. We're working to help promote the anglers, promote bass fishing, and make it better for everybody. And some great sponsors showing up, and obviously uh, bass, awesome. bass Boat yeah, Technology Tour. Bass boat, yeah, um, yeah that, that, that's the reason these sponsors come on. They look. They, everybody's looking at the media, and they're going, oh, okay, well, what are you doing? And here's what we got. So, you know, that's that's how it all – that's what makes everything go around, you know, for the anglers, for the circuit, and, you know, and for bass fishing in general. Exactly. Is there going to be a live weigh-in today? Can we tune in? There is a, there's going to be a live weigh-in on YouTube and Facebook, and you can go to bamtrail.com. You should be able to see it right there. This is the first time, and I'm not the tech guy. I don't have my tech guys <laughs> here. So um, if it's a little glitchy, you know, give me a break. This is a warm-up tournament, and we're, you know, we're working, we're working things through, and uh, hopefully by Shasta we'll have everything smooth and uh, and streamlined. Hey, this is a warm up tournament for Mark, so if it's glitchy, bitch and complain. He wants to be used to it. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me if you see something wrong. I want to know, man, because I want to make it better. You got it, buddy. Well, hey, I know you got a lot to do between now and eight o'clock when you let the boats go this morning. Uh, you guys have a great event up there at, uh, at Clear Lake. I really, really wish I was fishing it today. I know. Uh, I, I know you you're, you're so, going to see some giants, buddy. All right. I heard a ten was caught yesterday, so I'm looking forward to some big ones. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mark Lassane, the Bass Angler Magazine, the Bam Tournament Trail. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. See ya. Oh man, that's going to be fun. Tune in on that, guys. You can see some big ones wait in. All right, that's uh, that's a wrap for the Doc Talk segment. I'm so excited. We got Big Show with us. Stick around, guys. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake is one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canoctai Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canoctai Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canoctai-vista-casino.com. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Am I confusing you in there, uh, Nate, with all these uh, switches and live reads? And You got it? You, we're on it? We're on oh, okay. It? You're okay. All right. Nate's, Nate's got it okay. Always excited when we get to uh, we get to hang out with this guy, man. He's a, he's a longtime friend, a buddy, somebody I respect so much in the industry, and, uh, and, and not only a great angler, a great lure designer, uh, great promoter. If you want to know how to be with your sponsors, this guy will show you how to do the right. He never tells a sponsor no. They go, you know, you're going to have to drive all night. He's like, I'll be there. Uh, my buddy Big Show from Florida. Terry Scroggins joins us this morning. What's going on, Hammer? Hey, what's happening? Hey, man, it's always good when I get to hang out with you. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the cool part. You know, 
I watched I watched the Bass Pro Tour last weekend, and I watched uh, I watched uh, you know all the live coverage right down to the end, and and uh, man, what a cool tournament! What a great event! A lot of lot of forward facing sonar fish being caught. Guys showing us how to catch them on forward facing sonar. Uh, but the one thing I noticed on day one was my old bu- <laughs> buddy Terry Scroggins was at the bottom of the list with the with the zero, not hey, like I was, you. I was kind of like you. I watched a lot of it too after my butt got kicked out because I sucked. And, uh, yeah, day one, me and Skeet Race are sitting over there like, dude, we suck. And I suck a little worse than you suck, but we both suck. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was yeah. a there was a certain level of suck going on. Uh, and John Murray yeah. could have been in that crowd with you as well. Our buddy you John know, Murray. Last time, last time we was there, John Murray won, and he zeroed both days. And it looks like it's really, really bad. Like he didn't catch anything, but I promise you, he caught a bunch of fish. Um, just didn't catch the scoreboard. So that, right. that happened to me as well. Yeah, I was catching, you know, 15 or 20 a day, 115, 115, 114, which still sucks, yeah. but it's not as bad as it looks like it is, you know? Well, you know, I think we can all relate to it as anglers. I, you know, I think, and I told you on the phone, I mean, I want to interview you because I think our listeners and the folks who hang out with us, uh, I think there's more of us can relate to me and I didn't catch him. And there were other guys who really, really caught him. Uh, and just the mental part of that, that's a big mental part of, of the game. And, and especially when it's the first event of the year, a lot of times it'll take an angler out for the whole year. And, and I just want to talk to you, man. How do you adjust? How do you, how do you, uh, how do you brush that one off? Leave it at the dock and go to the next one. Well, it's definitely not the way you want to start. Uh, by no means, but, (laughs) but you know, the next event is, is, you know, I leave this next Friday to go to Santee, South Carolina. So, um, I won the last time I was there. I hope that's not a bad curse like John Murray at Toledo Bend. But right. I've got seven straight top ten finishes there. So I'm looking forward to getting there. But the downfall of all that is the same thing that happened at Toledo Bend. Toledo Bend, they had eight inches of rain the week before we got there. A lot of dirty water, stained water, and they'd pull it at night. And it was moving dirty water into the clean water where you, you found fish in practice. And it just made me do all the wrong adjustments. So. Having said that, Santee's in the same boat. It's it's had a whole bunch of rain and, and it's got a lot of dirty water in it. So hopefully it'll clear up before we get there. Um, I think we're going a little bit early um, for when we need to be, but that's that's the way it is. It's the same for everybody. Um, it's going to be more of a pre-spawn deal than it is a spawn deal. Um, but hopefully we can find some clean water over there and, and catch some bass. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's kind of cool. That place is legendary too. I mean, it is, it is, uh, it's it's just it goes back to the early early days of bass fishing with events at Santee. so um i know there's just a lot of history there there is a lot of history there and you know uh the last i don't know five or six times i fished it there was no grass whatsoever in it you, you know you basically fish docks and cypress trees yeah. and ditches uh <laughs> now now there's a lot of grass in it so um a lot of eelgrass some hydrilla so it's going to change the game a little bit and uh that plays to your hand, though. Do you get to put the big rod and the big weight in your hand uh, then? You can. There's places there that, that you can do that. Um, and there's places you got to finesse them. So um, I like doing there. It fishes a lot like Florida. You know, it's just, a, I call it low land, a lot of cypress trees, just a lot of flat flat land, and fish live shallow there. So uh, I always look forward to going there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Man, let's, uh, I, you know, I'm not hammering on you. You know this, but because uh, we're pals, but – Red Crest, that one's got to be tough. Do you, do you have you get, do you have to go work for Toyota? Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> um, I always make the show. Sometimes I'm not in the show, but 
I always make the show. He is the big show. Uh, He's going to be there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a point and a half out of Redcrest. Um, yeah, that sucks. So that's that's been my last couple of years. I've been like the first guy out. Yeah. And, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like the first guy out and I had uh, I, I had to drop out of a tournament because I got a knee infection from a knee replacement. So yeah. I lost a tournament. Just, just did miss out. And then, um, man, I don't know. I'm like right there and uh, got in it. So. These guys are tough, man, and they, it's like I get older every year, and they, somebody new's coming in is getting better every year. So and it's younger, tougher, tougher, and younger, <laughs> um, and these kids with this live scope mess is uh, it's something else. And I, that's all I do when I come home is I practice on live scope, and and you, know, you hear people all the time. I think they ought to do away with. It. Well, they're not going to do away with it. Just get used to it yeah. and learn it. Because if you don't, they're going to kick your butt. You know, if you're not scoping, you're hoping. That's what we say, and. Uh, Man, I practice with it every day. I feel like I'm pretty good with it. But when you go out there, those guys are really, really good at it. So. Well, you're such a great bait designer, man. And I, I think that's probably uh, that's probably one of your biggest talents that you keep hidden a lot. Uh, but you're a great bait designer. You design some really cool stuff. And, and seeing all these new baits for, you know, forward faces sonar fishing probably has your wheels turning. It does, but the thing of it is, they're so stupid. It's just do nothing baits, you know. Yeah. Um, the freeloader that that Wheeler so called designed is is pretty much a hog farmer skunk shad. You know, it don't really do nothing. It's got a little quiver in it, but man, does it catch him! And and <laughs> he's really good at it. Kyle yeah. is as well. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's just there's not a whole lot to it. Yeah, no, and and uh, and and it's putting spinning rods in, in guys' hands, which is really kind of interesting to see the the. Uh, there's got to be an increase in spinning rod sales across the country with Ford facing sonar. <laughs> so if we go to Santee, and these guys catch them on forward facing sonar, not looking at trees, but just out in open water, <laughs> you from know. then on out. That's all I'm going to do the rest of my career is just go live scope out in the middle of the lake. Cause that's pretty much what they're doing. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. You absolutely know it's going to happen. You know, I don't know who's going to do it, but you know, it's going to happen. And, and oh, I'm uh, sure they're going to And if they, if they do it there, I'm like, I'll have a whole new outlook on, yeah. on, uh, <laughs> tournaments are one anymore. I mean, we know how they're one anyway, but, it's just crazy to me how, how the game's changed in the last five years. Exactly right. Exactly right. And, uh, you know, we talk about the game changing. Last week, uh, you know, Scott Martin breaks a three-day BASS record, a 24-year-old record uh, that our old buddy Byron Velvet held on to uh, out here at Clear Lake. And, uh, and did, actually, uh, you know, I saw that, and I, and I was thinking, Jarrah Swindle at Kissimmee, he had, I, I thought he had the record. No, Byron had it. It was 83-5, 83-5 okay. at, at Clear Lake. Uh, and then that record had held since uh, since 2000. And I, uh, I was thinking Wendell had like 30 a day for three days. And Byron's on hold. Byron's on hold, big show. Yeah. So uh, he's listening. He's listening. Well, so good. Good, Byron. How you doing? <laughs> I'm not bringing him up because this will just turn into the show and Byron show. Uh, but, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's cool to have Byron. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all those things at Clear Lake and – uh, in that tournament, but, uh, but yeah, man, 90 pounds, six ounces, uh, with Scott Martin and, and he's using forward facing sonar to bed fish. I don't know how much of that you watched, but it was pretty interesting. 
Uh, I didn't watch too much of it. Yeah, you know, I, I know how Byron caught his. He's he's going to throw a swim bait, or he's going to throw a swim bait, or he's going to throw a swim bait. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the three. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, he's he's going bigger, going home. We know all about that. Exactly. So, yeah. Hey, man, a, a new boat behind your truck this year. Kind of cool. Uh, we finally we can finally talk about it. We've uh, we can finally talk about that thing. You know, the twenty one XP. You know, I've been with Triton for twenty five years, and this is absolutely the best Triton I've ever been in. Um, yeah. I don't know who who engineered that, who designed that, but they have hit a home run with that boat. It uh, they moved the fuel tank back in it, so you get more bow lift, more speed. But yet, for somehow or another, the whole shot's almost a time and a half quicker than last year's model. So I don't know how they did all that, but they have they have actually. I mean, this this the best boat I've ever been in. Yeah, that's awesome. You uh you haven't played with the bottom of it yet. I don't need to. <laughs> this thing is this uh it's running mid seventies with, with me and another guy and all my stuff in it. So I'm not going. I'm scared to mess with it. Well, I, that's perfect. that's good. Big Show and I have a little history. He uh, let me drive one of his boats back in uh, uh, Shoals Lake one day and uh, said, "Go out, and take it for a run, man. This thing really runs." Uh, failing to tell me that he had maybe allegedly done some modifications to the bottom of the boat. You're not supposed to talk about that stuff. Don't get me in trouble now. <laughs> Yeah, well, I spun her around pretty quick. You did? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. So, man, always fun when we get to hook up with you. I, we're hoping that we're going to give you a little ultimate bass mojo and uh, and shake shake things up for you for uh, for Santee, buddy. But, uh, you know, that's that's the biggest thing is, is just, you know, going forward when you have a bad tournament, you got to leave them at the dock. You got to put that one behind you, and, and you can't focus on it. Yeah, when you – Win, lose, or draw. When you had when, when your last tournament, you got to put that behind you. No matter if you did good or not, and go on to the next one. Because if you don't, you're just going to get beat. So uh, that's what we do, and we just move forward, and, and hopefully we'll have a good one next week. You got it. You fishing today? Uh, actually at Speed Week in there in Florida, and uh, I went to the racetrack last night. I'm, I'm on my fourth cup of coffee trying to wake up to talk to you this morning. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to get out there today or not. Are you going to see our old buddy Cheddar this week at Speed Week? Actually, uh, you know, Cheddar called me yesterday, and he, you know, he got the Daytona 500 coming up next weekend. Yeah. He's coming down on Wednesday or Thursday, and he actually called me trying to hook up to go fishing on Thursday, and I got to leave Friday to go to my next event. So, I'm like, dude, I'll get my, if you're coming, I'll, I'll get all my stuff organized, get it ready, so I'll have an extra day, and we'll go hit it. Well, so you I guys will catch it. I haven't seen cheese in a while, so, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Well, that's good. You'll be good luck for him for the uh for the uh, Daytona 500 anyway. So he, he, he needs to like, you know, he called me yesterday too. So he must be catching up on old fishing buddies. So, uh, I he, like is, that. he is he yeah. is tied up there for a bit. And now he's, uh, he's reaching out to everybody. So that's a good, good thing. You got it working folks. Follow along social media wise with, uh, Terry Scroggins. Thanks guys. Hey, where can folks fo follow along social media with you? Oh, uh, Terry, big show Scroggins on Facebook and, uh, same on Instagram. All right. I've got a, I've got a good buddy of mine that does that, all my social stuff. But he's actually in Oklahoma, but I sent it to him, and he takes care of it for me. So uh, that's what we do. Always fun. Follow along with Big Show, Terry Scroggins. Uh, buddy, we will talk soon. Stay out of trouble. Sounds good. We'll see you. See you, man. Always fun when we get to hook up with the Big Show. Stick around, guys. We're going to be hanging out with the former three-day Bassmaster record holder, Pirate Velvet. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
boaters. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V Aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line, Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, online at GF marine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action not just a forum westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article video photos and special prices from advertisers every week westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results you may already be a fan of West westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links we are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing westernbass.com the largest bass fishing website in the west hey guys get ready new gen has got a full schedule coming to clear lake yeah march 2nd and 3rd their second pro-am of the year up at clear lake uh, and they're going to follow that one right up behind the Toyota Series. March the 9th, uh, two regions are going to be fishing team tournaments up there as well. So make sure if you're in the mood to go fishing at Clear Lake, like I know Byron is, uh, get signed up, get all the information, get the schedules at NewGenBass.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Oh, man, I had a great idea. We were going to hook up with... Uh, with the uh, with the former three day record holder after it was broken this uh, this last weekend down at Lake Okeechobee in Florida ninety pounds six ounces for Scott Martin and uh, and it takes us all the way back twenty four years ago to two thousand and eighty three five at Clear Lake from the corner on a swim bait my old buddy Byron Velvick what's going on BV. You didn't call it Byron's Corner. You used to call it Byron's Corner. Did I lose? No, did I lose that? I title never call. It no, I no, no, no. Skeet and I refuse to call it Byron's Corner. Everybody else calls it Byron's Corner. <laughs> but you're. Two I told of, you I'll put my ashes there. Hey, once they bury me there and they put my ashes across the water, then will you call it Byron's Corner? Yes, yes. But I know you're there. God, oh. I hope I outlive you. You know. But I I watched you. 25 years ago when you set this record, not in so much fishing, but just in life, I got a really good chance outliving you. You do have a good chance of outliving me. I think almost everybody does this. This could be my last phone call right here. I, no, I shouldn't be talking so morbidly. What a great way to start exactly the morning. Exactly right. Man, I it's a 12-year-old uh, daughter that needs me to make it to 18, so i got to at least put in 10 more years so I can get off to college. That's going to that's gonna put another 20 years on you just in those next, you know, four. Um, but, yeah, buddy, let's, uh, let's talk about that. You know, with that tournament, that tournament really – uh, changed the face of Western bass fishing in so many ways. One, you introduced the world to the swim bait when you broke that record. Uh, 
Um, you you kind of you kind of couldn't keep some of the things you were doing quiet. And the other thing that a lot of people don't realize about that weekend was that was the weekend the Cinco really made an appearance and showed everybody what it was all about. No, see, I didn't know that. I mean, I was so yeah. busy throwing that swim bait. I didn't know the Cinco was such a powerhouse in that tournament. But that I was. just I remember. I mean, it, it was weird to have Murray and Brett Height and Aaron and everybody coming up, going, "Wait, you're you're throwing that thing out there and reeling it back?" Like <laughs> nobody could believe that was even. I was. They called it free swimming at the time. They go, "You're free swimming that thing," because as you know, I mean, it was a big ocean lure mostly, and we threw it on the beds. A few guys would throw it on a bed just to get a female excited, and then throw a jig back in there and catch her. You know, just to yeah. fire up a bed fish sometimes. And, and that, as you know, it was it was unheard of. It was just, it was like a freaking crazy. It's crazy now to think about how that was a time when the word swim bait didn't really exist, and the and there was nothing bigger than a than a super spook and a, a DD twenty two out there, really, for as far as bass lures. You go. didn't have a rod to throw it on. You didn't have a reel to throw it on. You did. You were improvising for everything you did. And and I mean, early on, I remember. You know, I mean, our swim bait rod also doubled as our flipping rod because uh, we had no yep. clue. We had no idea. Yep. Exactly. My my first swim bait rods were all flipping sticks. Exactly. And and I had to find soft flipping sticks because the stiff ones is, you know, my thing with rods is it has to absorb that initial shock. And that was, that was exactly right. I had to find like kind of soft, uh, fast action uh, flipping sticks and that, that, that would complement that. And I had a few of them and that's exactly, I think I won that on a Daiwa flipping stick, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember which rod I was using back then because it was 25 <laughs> years ago. I didn't have a rod sponsor, that's for sure. Right. There was no such thing as a swim bait rod. So I can't remember who's – might have been a Fenwick, might have been a Daiwa, but it was somebody's kind of very soft, fast-action flipping stick that mo- nobody liked because it was too much of a weird flipping stick, but it was the perfect new, uh, you know, unbeknownst to anybody, swim bait rod. Well, you know, now as you walk into the tackle stores, and especially in Clear Lake – uh, there's, there's pegs and pegs and rows and rows of some form of plastics, you know, swim bait. And, uh, and obviously, you know, the whole swim bait deal started because of the trout, uh, in, yep. in the Southern California lakes and place that's where you guys kind of all put it all together. But then again, there are no trout in clear Lake. there are hitch, they are similar. I know. Uh, but there are no trout in Clear But wait, Lake. nobody knew what a hitch was. Everybody knew. When, when I fished with Broussard, the word hitch was where the boat meets the truck. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was a hitch. Yeah. And he said, hitch, everybody goes, well, yeah, I got one on the back of my truck. Yeah, I got like, one. No, no, there's this thing called a hitch. And Broussard, actually, Broussard in my boat told me there's this little carp-like thing that these bass like to eat. But he goes, and I told, he told me I can't catch them. He goes, I, I see them eating it, but I can't catch them. And for me, I'd been keeping that secret for a long time, as you know, fulsome, Orville, mm-hmm. Don Pedro, all those lakes that I was, you know, in, in the in the early in the late nineties, I was having a field day quietly crushing um, big fish on that bait when nobody, uh, nobody, absolutely nobody knew about it. What bait were you throwing up there? Which one at at, at Clear Lake? At Clear Lake, the a very primitive bass tricks, and it was it was it was a it was a Bruce Porter uh, hand pour bass tricks and 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 what he was using a lot of guys used it for white sea bass calicos sand bass had a big giant hook in it flat top to it and it was a bass tricks it it was all a bass tricks and i and bruce was you know he was the mad scientist in his little burbank garage he was the mad scientist in burbank that was uh that was that was putting these baits together for saltwater guys and then the then those of us that were throwing trout you know going to the trout lakes and throwing it to all the trout lakes casitas san diego lakes you know wherever there was a trout stocking going on my god we were going to go there so bruce and i became friends because we were talking the same big bait language 
And what happened with that is, is he started making for me because then I was pre-Clear Lake, you know, again, Don Pedro, Folsom, Orville, all those places that I was wrecking them. I was going there and I was kind of matching the hatch with the little kokanee salmon and, you know, different little colors. So I was, I was, I was matching colors. And when I found out about this hitch, I had to go to this brown looking one, this carp looking one. And Bruce, you know, literally during the tournament, you know, before the tournament, during the tournament was rushing baits up to me from Burbank to Clear Lake for me to try to help me win that tournament. <laughs> Well, we uh, we go forward. We go we go ten years from the day you set the three year uh, or the three day record, and uh, ten years to the day in April, you go up and win the Bassmaster Elite Series on a swim bait in the same corner, and that tournament I remember pretty well because I was running a camera boat and following you uh, with Mark, uh -huh. with Mark Zone and James Overstreet and uh, from BASS and. <clears throat> and I remember when we pulled up and, and the second day of that event, after you were leading, um, all the boats left you alone in that corner. And I told Zona, <laughs> I said, you don't understand every other weekend, there'd be 30 boats in here slashing and crashing around in here. And they just handed it to Byron. I said, these guys, I mean, totally respect what they did. But I said, when, when they just gave him this corner and said, here you go. Uh, it's all yours by yourself. It was it was lights out. Well, here's the funny part, Kent. You know, there was when there were there was you and camera boats there. I was left alone. But when I was when the camera boats left, and I will not name names, but there were some guys that came in there to try to help me catch my fish. Uh -huh. Some of the elite guys, and there were a few so of them. You were happy just, to see me then with the camera boat. I was really happy you were there with the camera <laughs> boat because that's when I did get left alone. What happened when you left Kent was that some of the guys on the elite tour that really wanted to help me catch those fish would roll in there. The funniest part was they couldn't get bit. The cadence was wrong. The way they were holding that rod was wrong. They were throwing these baits out there. They were more busy watching me than actually paying attention to what their bait was doing. And I never saw any of the elite guys that decided to try to help me catch those fish and join me for a little while. Yeah. They, they they would they would they would catch them and they would leave. they would not catch them all and they would leave. Oh, isn't that crazy? I mean that that part is just that part is just nuts and and uh, you know we go back to the record setting deal. When that record got broke last weekend, did did, did that hurt a little? Did, did that sting a little? Oh, I lost you. What was that? No, when, you didn't hear. When, when when the record got broke last weekend by Scott Martin at, at Okeechobee, did that sting a little? You know, I mean, Scott's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And what stung a little bit was was fish were being, you know, this is the argument. Fish are being fished for that have never been fished for before. But you can say that all through the generations. You know, I'm trying to be magnanimous about it because <laughs> I love you, Scott. You were fishing for fish that had never been fished for when you broke the record. You just true. admitted without that. Without the electronics. Yeah, yes, without the electronics. True. I was I was pioneering a new bait and it was pretty cool because I was pioneering a new bait and 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 it was it was something the fish had never seen before but those fish were in that area they just hadn't been they hadn't gone for a big bait like that watching Scott was awesome I mean I know he's the he's the guru of Garmin and you know watching him bedfish for fish that again have never been fished for because they're fish you, I I can't wait to go bedfishing with my live scope you know and my Garmin my Garmin electronics when I get back out there because that's that's a whole new creature in fact I got to pick Scott's brain how to even do it uh, <laughs> but I I got the phone call and he and we he and I are really really good friends and I would not want anybody else besides him to break that record and it was it was sad to see a 24 year old record go though I didn't know how long it was going to last but but uh yeah. thanks to thanks to this new technology I think a lot of more records are going to be broken i think these guys are these guys are going to be able to catch a lot bigger fish and break a lot of records because of four facing sonar exactly well and to be honest with you man we've got uh we've got the toyota series rolling up there 
Um, let's see, it's going to be at Clear Lake March 6th through the 8th. And uh, and there's a really good chance your three-day record could be broken then, too. Uh, just Yeah, you know, these guys now can pull into the corner and actually look at the fish that I was just, I was randomly casting a big swim bait out there, or, or back then just a big ocean lure. As, you know, Steve Price was handling that term, and he goes, you're just throwing a, 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 something that looks like a shoe. He goes, you're throwing <laughs> something that looks like a tennis shoe out there. That's what yeah. he called it, was a tennis shoe bait. You know, yeah. he was just throwing a freaking tennis shoe out there. I was just randomly throwing it every which way. But those guys now can roll into that corner and literally look at every fish I was catching, which right. is which is something I can't, you know, I can't even compete with that. There's no point in me going there because I don't have the I don't have the the skill set that these young anglers have with forward facing sonar, and they can go in there and just cherry pick and pick out which one they want to catch well, right I, out in the middle of the lake. You know, we've got uh, we've got some great events in in 30 days, really you know 40 days whatever it is uh you know how about this how about in the old days what we would have done to have uh, march 2nd and 3rd the new gen um pro-am up there right back that right. up back that up march 6th to the 8th so you're starting on wednesday uh the toyota series on clear lake and then Gosh. you can finish the toyota series on the 8th and then fish the new gen team tournament on the 9th on saturday so uh yeah <laughs> you know would when we were all just living in vans because we didn't have a choice, yep. Uh, yep. yeah, how we'd have never left the Fifth Street launch ramp, you know, for nope. about. I would have changed my license plate. I would change my address <laughs> for that month. I would have just got a, a Lakeport address and just settled right in and become a regular at TNT, you know, and having Mexican local. food every night. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm a local. Yeah, we, we would have been we've been full full on locals for a whole month. I'd say just set up camp there because we were gypsies, Kent. You and I and, and the rest of us, we were all just bass gypsies, and that's yeah. what we would have done. Yeah, that would have been so fun to look at the schedule and go. We got the only problem we would have had would have been enough entry fee money to get us through the week. But other than that, we'd have been just fine. But um, we would have been we'd have been making deals with each other. Hey man, if you found an entry fee, I'll give you half of what I win. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I got it because I just won the last tournament. Yeah, well, be like poker players. Exactly, exactly right. Well, you know, man, it was uh, it it was such a special um it was such a special uh record and and time in our sport and and you know what i guess what a lot of anglers probably don't realize is is that you backed that one up you know you backed that one up with an elite series win i don't know which of the two trophies on your mantle are are, are more special but i know you have you have a couple of them there that say clear like on them that everybody uh everybody's pretty envious and will never forget it was a really special time. I mean, to, to be to be known as like like Scrog instead, you know, if he's not throwing a swim bait, he's throwing a swim bait, or he's probably throwing a swim bait. I mean, I when I when Skeet and I got into that run at, at, at Gunnersville, you know, I remember all the guys coming to me go, man, if there's a swim bait on, we just can't beat you. And it was a big compliment for everybody to back in the day acknowledge. Yeah. acknowledge that and I kind of felt like you know D. Thomas and Gleeby when it came to flipping and pitching, they were giving me those kind of kudos, and I I was flattered, man. I just loved being at the forefront. Of a technique neck now that got every young guy on the tour is a pro at. <laughs> it's pretty it, cool, isn't it? Crazy and 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 to see really what you were on the forefront of when you look at you know the swim bait nation for lack of a better term. Uh, when you look at what that has evolved into in in basically uh, twenty four years, man. You know, I, I remember back in the day, Kent, that you know the, the the writers with the writers like Mark Tucker and everybody else, the BASS writers go, "Well, this is just a West Coast thing. This is just a West Coast thing. This is just a West Coast thing. This will never catch on back east. This is just a niche thing for wherever they have trout and they have you know kokanee salmon." But I mean, it was I had to argue with the national magazines and national writers and say, "It's coming, man. It's coming. It's it's going to be across the country." And they didn't believe me, yeah. and they kept telling me, "This is just a niche deal." 
And all this is is just something that's going to really never catch back east because it's not the right bait fish. And they had every theory in the world why the bass back east would not eat a swim bait. I promise you, that was a that was a huge argument back in the day. Right. They thought that was something that was something only happened out west, and it's crazy, it's well, crazy now. To, and it's so, so funny. I'm I'm sitting in the studio today with Sepp Hendrickson and. Uh, you know, Sepp and Marilyn, and there were so many people that were on the forefront, started Project Kokanee, um, you know, California Inland Fisheries Foundation. They were the ones that were like, we need to plant these kokanee, and they're a great game fish, and they're great yep. for catch and take. But little did, did he even know, and I tell him this all the time, what their efforts with Project Kokanee and the California Inland Fisheries Foundation changed the evolution of bass fishing because it made – you know, record spotted bass lakes in the West. And it did, it, it just, it changed bass fishing in the West uh, just by a bunch of these old dudes who wanted to troll little silver spinny things around behind their boats. Uh, it changed bass fishing, man. Isn't it amazing? That's that's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing what the fishing game and, and projects like you're talking about right there, you know, did because who knew that these bass, you know, again, going back to 2000, when I, 24 years ago, us bass anglers thought a super spook and a DD-22 was about as big as it got. Like yeah. anything over that, what were you doing? You know, and so I, they looked at me sideways when I had an eight or nine inch bait on my rod because they couldn't believe I was, every time I hooked a fish, Kent, in the late 90s, I, I had a co-angler in the back of the boat, as you remember, who yeah. had a pro. You know, it was the pro, co- pro-am. Yeah. I had to pretend with every one of those amateurs that it was a fluke deal. It had never happened to me before. I had the rod put away in my rod locker. I was going to throw this ocean lure out there. In the late 90s, I was an actor pretending every like, oh, my God, I can't believe he ate it. Neither can I, would be my response. <laughs> <laughs> every, every amateur. So I didn't want them going back to their pro going, the dude threw an ocean lure out there and caught this, like, seven or eight-pounder by by the a tree or a dam or a bridge piling or something like that or a, right. whatever it might be. And and that was the funny part was that you literally in the 90s had to play dumb and say, I can't believe a bass ate something that big. I must have said that a hundred times in the 90s before Clear Lake. And Clear Lake, you, uh, to keep it down. And Clear Lake you and Mike Folkstad in the boat with you. I mean, you know, you had some pretty heavyweight anglers stood behind you and watched it happen. I had Don Ivino's son the first day. I had a I had a guy that was really nice to me the second day that just let me fish my water, and then I had folks down the third day. So it was pro pro draw each of those three days, and yeah. uh, Don Ivino's son was great. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really something special. And then Folkstead was, as you know, that was, that was our challenge. We went head to head and it was a brutal day, but I still, I still set that record. And, yeah. you know, I love one thing, Bobby Barrick, God bless him. The only person that called me and said, Hey, congratulations on the record. I don't care about the record. Tell me what you lost. And I wanted to hug him through the phone because <laughs> you can imagine I had 83, five. You can imagine all he was, if you caught 83, five, tell me what the hell you lost. And I go, Bobby, thank you for asking that question. Cause nobody wants to hear my sad story about all the big ones that came off. Right. Like I literally, all the giants came off. I only caught the sevens and the eights and the sixes, but I never put the giants in the boat. I lost them all yeah. because I just couldn't get them. The hook was, I just, I just couldn't land them. Didn't I, I mean, had the these equipment. massive ones. Yeah. Yeah. It, and Bobby Barrick was the one that was that, that could relate to it. He, I love the question. It was the best question ever because he wanted to hear my sad story. Even though I won the tournament by 10 pounds, he wanted to hear what the hell came off the hook. And I was like, thank you for asking. Cause it was, a sh- I deserve to lose that tournament with how many big ones I lost. Yeah. Guys, Byron Velvet, if you're a swim bait angler, you owe this guy one. Uh, he's always going to be our three-day record holder from Byron's quarter in Clear Lake. Buddy, as always, appreciate you. They're playing music. You know what that means, right? We got to go. We got to go. BV, Byron Velvet, always fun when I get to hook up with you, talk about the old times.
Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, Mark, Mark Lassane and the crew at Bass Angler Magazine are ready for you with the BAM Tournament Trail kicking off their very first Pro-Am February 23rd through the 25th at Lake Shasta. There's still room for pros and room for co's. Make sure you get signed up for the BAM Tournament Trail and get up to Lake Shasta. Catch some of those great spotted bass. Check it all out at BAMTournaments.com. What's up, Big Daddy? Todd Woods, FLW Costa Pro, checking in. If you're looking for a review of your insurance from bass boat to business, look no further than Ben Green Insurance Agency. Ben is a friend of mine and takes quality care of all my insurance needs. Give him a call. The number is 626-290-0888. Or check him out on the web at www.bengreenins.com. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888. Ben Green Insurance. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you, uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's there's no no reason reason to miss a single show. Only one radio program captures the excitement of hunting and fishing as it happens. The award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Only California Sportsman takes you where the action is. Live on the water, live in the blind, and live with the top pros and experts in outdoor sports. California Sportsman with Fishing Hall of Famer Sepp Hendrickson is your premier destination for all things outdoors. Sepp Saturday Morning Outdoors. Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman. 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Saturdays on Sacktown Sports 1140. Oh, man, they're giving me 30 seconds. We wrapped it up. Hey, thanks to Byron. That was so cool to hang out with him and talk a little bit about, uh, you know, that whole evolution of Clear Lake and swim baits. And if you guys are doing it up there, man, you owe him because he's the one that showed us all. Uh, Big Show, Terry Scroggins, for hanging out with us during Speed Week. That might have had a little headache on Big Show, if you know Terry. And uh, and make sure we watch the weigh-in today from, uh, from Clear Lake. Get signed up. A lot of tournaments coming up, guys. It is time to get ready. Get out there. From get on the water. bass in lakes to largemouth in the delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.